Welcome to the Essential Astrocast. I'm your host, Veronica Peretti. I'm a yoga teacher, a coach, and most importantly, an astrologer. And that's why I come to you every week here in your podcast feed to let you know what's going on up there in the heavens so that you can dictate your fate down here on earth. Let's get started. Welcome back to the Essential Astrocast. I'm Veronica. And before we get into it this week, I want to apologize because there was no podcast last week. I came back from my bachelorette trip and I just couldn't do it. I was really dragging last week and you might have been dragging too because it was a pretty big week. So I apologize for leaving you hanging. Before we get into all of the good stuff this week, I just want to take a moment and review what happened last week. So we had that big full moon in Aries and Mars was conjunct the sun in Libra, which made us all a little bit passive aggressive. And the moon was obviously opposite the sun and Mars. And with the moon in Aries, it was close to Eris. And Eris and Pluto have been in this square all year and all of 2020. And on October 9th, they had their fifth and final square. And they won't square again for hundreds of years. But we talked about Pluto and Eris a few episodes back, and that's been a big part of what we're seeing going on collectively since the beginning of 2020, because Pluto rules our relationship with power and control. Eris is the goddess who exposes the arrogance and the hubris. So of course, this full moon activated that square and there was a lot of power struggles, control issues, ego flare-ups that were going on last week. And of course, when there's a full moon in Aries, everyone wants to put their needs first. And the moon in Aries is telling you that you should. So there were a lot of people acting in perhaps selfish ways last week. There was a lot of illumination and clarity that we were given about our relationships last week. Of course, it's a full moon in Aries, but it was still Libra season. So Libra season is all about us getting clear on our partnerships, who we want to spend time, energy with, who do we want to be in relationship with. And I think a lot of us were having some pretty big revelations on who we want to have in our life and maybe some relationships that no longer align with where we are energetically. We did just get through this Mercury retrograde in Libra. So there were a lot of old conversations in our relationships that were coming up. And I know for me personally, I had some real big stuff come up because this full moon was right on my ascendant and I have tons of Aries planets. So all this Libra action has been happening on the other side of the chart. So it's been pretty intense for me personally, but I know it's been intense for you too, because I'm getting messages from a lot of you on the text thread. And if you're not part of the text community, you definitely want to sign up for that. It's 917-540-3401, and I will include it in the show notes below. So you can slide down, type that in, message me in your text app. You're just going to go to your text messages, and you're going to text that number, 
917-540-3401. Text I'm in and you will be subscribed for my astrology updates. And I send about three a week, usually when the moon changes signs. And I've been getting messages from you guys there and on Instagram that it's been tough and you've had a lot of relationship stuff coming up. And this is the nature of Libra season, having Mercury retrograde in Libra. But we are now in Scorpio season and that is good news, I think. But there's still a lot of intensity because of all of the signs, Scorpio definitely owns the adjective intense. Um, So with that said, we'll get into all Scorpio stuff. But before we do, I want to let you know that Mercury is almost clear of its shadow, its post-retrograde shadow. So if you still have some Mercury retrograde stories cropping up, that makes sense because we're not in the clear quite yet. We did have Jupiter go direct last week, which is great news. And hopefully you had some blessings that came your way as Jupiter righted itself And we also had Mars trine Jupiter last week. So there was a lot of confidence, which could also have come across as arrogance. So last week was definitely full. There was a lot of ego stuff, control stuff, power stuff, as I mentioned. And this Mars square Pluto that we experienced last Friday was the closing square of a cycle that began in March 2020. So we're closing out some story that has to do with our anger, our rage, our frustration, our power, our sense of being in control, all of those things that have to do with Mars and Pluto. When we look at a chart and we look at war aspects, we always look at Mars and Pluto. So wherever you feel like you've been at war or wherever you're fighting something in your life, It may have started in March 2020, and you may be closing out that argument now. You might be closing out that fight. So let's all hope that this is a good indication of closing out our fight with the pandemic, with the virus. But I think we all know that we are moving into a new phase where the pandemic is endemic, and I'll let you consult the New York Times, the Washington Post, and various news outlets for all of that information. But I do think that things are shifting. My hope is with Jupiter now direct that we get vaccine rollouts globally as much as we've had them here in the U.S. and in Europe and other countries of means. The developing world is still waiting for those vaccinations. And Jupiter rules global travel and expansion. So let's hope that Jupiter Direct will help with that effort. And then last Saturday, we had the sun move into Scorpio. So now Scorpio season is like the compost you put in your compost bin becoming fertilizer that helps you grow your garden. It is the season that forces us to face the transformation that's going on. It forces us to release the toxic stuff that no longer is needed or maybe even is making us sick so that we can grow something new. And so Scorpio is the sign associated with death 
and rebirth. I like to think of Scorpio as the Lord Shiva of the Zodiac. So if you are a yoga person, if you're a yogi, you know that Shiva is the Lord of destruction. And in Hinduism, there are three main lineages within the gods. There is Brahma. He's the beginning. There's Vishnu. He is the preserver, the stabilizer, the middle. And then there's Shiva, and he is the ending. He destroys for the sake of rebirth and transformation so that we can go back to the beginning of the life cycle with Brahma. So it's similar to astrology in terms of the modality. So in astrology, we have the cardinal signs, we have the fixed signs, and we have the mutable signs. And the mutable signs, they help us transition from season to season. The cardinal signs, they start the season. And the fixed signs, they are the real essence of that season. So when you think of Scorpio, it's actually a fixed sign. But he's co-ruled by Mars and Pluto. Pluto, to me, has always felt like the Lord Shiva. And so while Scorpio is a fixed sign... It can be stubborn. It can be really stuck in its ways. It can hold on tight and be resistant to let go. But eventually, Scorpios will always seek to evolve. They will always seek to grow and transform and change. And so that's what we all have to do at this time of the year. And of course, it's Halloween time. So we're moving into Halloween this weekend. And Halloween is that time of the year where the veil is thin, where the veil between this world and the spirit realm is thin. And it's easier to connect with your relatives and your loved ones that have passed on. And it might be easier for you to connect with your own sense of spirit and your own sense of mortality because of course Scorpio is the sign that is associated with death and death doesn't necessarily mean death it also can mean the death of this chapter the death of this relationship the death of this project and that offers you the space to welcome in something new So it's one of my favorite seasons of the year. I have many Scorpio friends. I think Scorpio people are some of the most resilient and deep and connected people of the Zodiac. So I like to surround myself with them. And it's also a fun time to, you know, dive into all the things that are ghosts and goblins and hidden fears and do some healing work and pull out some of that deep-seated trauma. And if you're working with a therapist, it's a great time to go deep with your therapist because, again, there's going to be an opportunity um, for you to see some of that stuff on the deeper levels of your psyche that you might not see normally because Scorpio does rule the depths of our psyche. It's the deep, 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 dark part of the ocean. So Scorpio is a water sign. 
It's the fixed water sign. So I always think of Scorpio as being the deep depths of the ocean. And on top, it might seem really calm, but really, really deep underneath, there is that undercurrent. There is that riptide. So we want to go into those places that are a little bit tougher during this time of year and excavate some of that stuff, clear it out so that we can enter our next season and our next year a little bit lighter. So astrology has a real genius to it. And there is a real divine sort of cycle that we're a part of. And we go from the darkness of Scorpio to the light of Sagittarius. And that's why holiday season is so fun. And we get to see the twinkle lights and we get to shop for gifts and we get to see all of the Santa Claus stuff. And we get to see all of the kids being so excited. And it's a totally different vibe, but we have to go through this Scorpio stuff to get to the light filled Sagittarius stuff. So Scorpio season, some of the things that you can think of to align yourself with what is going on right now energetically, some of the adjectives that I would use for this time are intense, secretive, private, intimate, eye-opening, sexy, scandalous, investigative, profound, deep and psychological, loyal and scornful. Trauma and drama and intuitive hits. So pay attention to what your intuition and your gut is telling you because that is going to be important this Scorpio season. If you are partnered up and you have been stressed out and overwhelmed because there's been so much going on and you've lost that intimacy connection, this is a great time to reconnect with that especially because this week Mars goes into Scorpio and Mars is the planet that rules sex. So when Mars is in Scorpio, things are a little more sultry, which can be nice. But before we get to Mars, I want to talk about Venus. So Venus, of course, is the planet that is associated with love and relationships, but also money and our values. Venus is in Sagittarius right now, only for a little bit longer. She's going to be moving into Capricorn soon, but we will save that for next week. Venus is still in Sag. She's having a good time. She's leading the pack. So everybody else is really trailing her. She's already having a party in Sagittarius and wants to taste all the tastes and travel to all the places and smell all the smells and Just press add to cart and buy it all. Sagittarius, more is more. So if you're doing your Christmas shopping, it's a really good time to feel generous because Venus is in Sag. Now, Venus is squaring Neptune this week and specifically on Tuesday, but you might feel it for a few days after, as well as you may have been feeling it before. So Neptune is in Pisces. He's been there for a long time. He's going to be there for quite a while longer. Neptune, he makes things hazy. He connects us to our dream state, our meditative state, our subconscious. Venus square Neptune makes you want to eat all the goodies and buy all the things and not really pay attention to the bank statement, 
or the calories or really any of your limits. So what happens when Venus squares Neptune is that we get a little bit caught up in the fantasy realm. We get a little caught up in the dreamy realm. We get a little caught up in maybe being a little overly optimistic. So you might be gullible or trusting this week in a situation where maybe you shouldn't be. On the other hand, because it is a square, you might see where someone is playing on your trust. You might see where you've been too trusting and someone's been taking advantage of it. So the main takeaway is you want to make sure you're doing your due diligence. If you've got some decisions to make this week, if you're making a really big purchase, if you are deciding on something that is going to have a long-term lasting impact, really do your due diligence. And if you can, wait till later in the week, because we are going to get a shot of reality on Saturday when the sun squares Saturn. So we can be swayed by fantasy with Neptune. And we can even take the way of toxic positivity when Venus squares Neptune, where everything has to be positive. And you know those people who are just, it gets to the point where it's toxic because the positivity is so overwhelming and they refuse to look at the negative side of anything. And of course, as human beings, we have to use our discernment. It's of course great to be positive and happy, but we also want to be realistic when we're making decisions, especially when it comes to things like our finances, for example. So that is something that might come up and you just want to make sure that you're not throwing positivity at something that needs to actually be dealt with because Scorpio season, again, is about dealing with the darkness that's deep underneath the surface that we like to stuff at the back of the closet. I always joke that Scorpio is like the hall closet where you just keep putting the stuff that you are going to eventually deal with, but you don't have a place to put it right now, or you don't want to deal with it right now. And at some point that closet just gets overstuffed and you open the doors and it all falls out onto you when you are having a moment when you really have to get out the door and make it to an important meeting. So that crazy metaphor is just to tell you if you've got stuff piling up in your psychological closet, it's a good time to go to a professional, a therapist, a trusted confidant and work out some of that stuff before it overwhelms you. Now, on the other hand, this Venus square Neptune might bring up some of your existential dread, some of the global problems of the world that we're dealing with right now, and there are many, maybe overwhelming to you. And I'm certainly feeling this right now. So you know your capacity. If the news and everything is too much for you right now, take a step back. Step back from the phone and do something that restores your soul. Go be in nature, take a walk, take a bath, go to sleep early, spend time with your animals, get yourself away from whatever is draining you and overwhelming you. And right now, I know a lot of us are feeling that. So it's a good week to remember that it's okay to take care of yourself. I remember when we had the 2016 election 
there was a social media post from Michael Moore that really touched me and stayed with me. And he shared, I think it was a quotation, and I don't remember who it was from, but to paraphrase, it was that we're all a choir, and there are going to be days where some of us are singing out loud, and there are going to be other days where some of us are resting our voices, and a lot of us need to rest our voices right now. And those of you out there that are feeling really good, we need you to be singing. So... I was saying this to my husband. I said, I'm so tired. I can't. I did a lot of phone banking and I did a lot of contributing and I did a lot of donating and I did a lot of a lot for the past election. And then we had California and now we have another election and it just feels like, oh my God, I'm exhausted. And so you might be feeling like that maybe about politics, maybe about something else. Just know that it's okay for you to take a day, a week, a month to rest your voice so that you can carry the song when someone else needs to rest their voice. On Thursday, Venus sextiles Jupiter. So we had Venus trine Jupiter in September near the new moon in Virgo on September 6th. So Think back to September 6th. What blessings were showing up for you then? What good stuff was flowing in for you? Maybe you set some intentions around that new moon in Virgo for what you wanted to bring in. And check back in your journal with what was going on then so that you can just note all of the things that are flowing in, all of the things that are going right. Because when Venus and Jupiter connect, that's some of the, the best stuff that we get in astrology. So you might be getting some really good stuff. Yes, things might be challenging. Yes, we might be feeling restless. Yes, we might be feeling overwhelmed. But This Venus sextile Jupiter on Thursday is a great reminder that there's some really good stuff flowing in too. So check back with what was going on in early September and what were you trying to create and what were you trying to get clarity on and have you gotten some of that clarity? Have you gotten some of those blessings that you were asking for? That is a good opportunity to reflect this week. And then, of course, on Thursday, we also have the last quarter moon in Leo, which means that we are coming to the close of this lunar cycle, this new moon in Libra cycle. So we're going to have a new moon in Scorpio next week, next Thursday. So this Thursday, you're going to have that last quarter moon in Leo, which means that we enter the last week of the lunar cycle and we start to wind down. We start to reflect, release, let go, make space for something new. And of course, that sentiment is very aligned with Scorpio season at large. Now on Saturday, that is when you get a dose of reality. The sun is going to square Saturn. No more fantasy time. So we had that Venus square Neptune really dominating the first part of the week. Come the weekend, it is going to be all about the reality check, what needs to happen, no more excuses. Um, Sometimes when we have this kind of reality check, we want to do something really drastic. But Saturn always reminds us that slow and steady wins the race. Small steps in a particular direction will take you where you're going. 
So remember patience and allow yourself to deal with the hard truths that are coming up. And remember that obstacles are expected when we deal with Saturn. So if there's something slowing you down, there's probably good reason for it. Saturn's trying to make sure that you pay attention and learn the lesson. Now, on Saturday, we also have Mars moving into Scorpio. So that will make things feel a little sexier. It'll make things feel a little sultry. It'll make things a little more secretive because Scorpio is probably the most secretive sign. All of the water signs desire a lot of private time. They desire a lot of time to go in, but Scorpio more than the others. And Scorpio is probably the most secretive, keeping it close to the vest kind of thing. If people pull back, notice that, give people the space they need. And on the other hand, you want to really connect with the people that are closest to you. Because when Mars goes into Scorpio, we all desire intimacy. So the people that you're most emotionally connected to, whether that's your romantic partner or just your close friends or your family, you're going to want to prioritize those relationships at this time. You might also notice that unforeseen partnerships just crop up. So maybe someone has been in your life, but you haven't really considered them a close friend or you haven't considered them as a business partner or someone that could help you with this or that. So you might see opportunities that you haven't seen before because Scorpio reveals what's underneath the surface. And so maybe there's something that you've been overlooking and Mars in Scorpio will help you take action on that, whatever is cropping up. So next week on Monday, All Saints Day, the day after Halloween. By the way, Halloween has a moon in Virgo. So don't be surprised if your kids go trick-or-treating and there's a lot of raisins this year because moon in Virgo, you know, really on the health tip, not so into the candy. But on Monday, we do have Mercury, Trine, Jupiter. Now, it's the third time they're going to do this dance. So Mercury is trining Jupiter three times in a row because of Mercury's retrograde path. This is the third and final time. And then on Tuesday, Election Day, November 2nd, we will have Mercury square Pluto for the third and final time because of his retrograde pattern. So I bring that up because, as I mentioned, Mercury is going to clear its retrograde post shadow on the second. And because he is having these last connections with Jupiter and Pluto early next week, whatever story was being revealed to you during Mercury retrograde, you're going to hopefully, perhaps, get all of the information finally early next week. The other thing is that with the Sun square Saturn on Saturday, the Sun is going to be creating a wide T-square with that Saturn square Uranus that's in the chart all year. So if you've listened to the Astrocast before, you've heard me talk about this Saturn square Uranus that's going on for all of 2021. They are 
squaring in exactitude three times. The first was February, the second was June, and the third will be December. They're going to start to get closer to that square now, but they've been as wide as they're going to be all year for a little bit. Even though they're a little bit wide right now, Saturn squaring Uranus is a bit wide. When the sun comes through and opposes Uranus and squares Saturn, it's going to create that T-square, and that tension is going to be amplified. So whatever this year has been trying to teach you, whatever messages have been bubbling under the surface, or maybe they've been loud and clear and you've been refusing to listen to them, they're going to get clear over the next week. So pay attention, especially on Monday and Tuesday. Mercury is the messenger. He brings what we need to hear. So when he talks to Jupiter on Monday and then Pluto on Tuesday, perhaps we will hear what we need to hear so that we can make the plan for going forward. And I mentioned this a couple weeks ago, but we've got a lot of momentum there. The planets are all flying forward now. Things are picking up super quickly. So you want to use this time to push things forward. We're going to have a big Venus retrograde the second half of December. So this is like November and early December is all systems go. So I know we're tired. I know energetically, it's been a lot, but you really want to pick what's important to you right now and put your energy into that because Scorpio is not about digging shallow holes. The sign of Scorpio is about digging deep holes and creating lasting impact from profound depth and connection. So who do you want to connect with on a deep, profound level? Where do you want to do the work? What do you really want to finish this year having achieved? And that's it. I hope you have a wonderful week. I will talk to you next week. And until then, you can always text me at 917-540-3401. Text I'm in and join me over there on my text community. And then of course, you can find me on Instagram at Veronica Peretti. And last but not least, if you don't have the Astro Cheat Sheet, go over to astrocheatsheet.com and download it. It will help you follow along with the podcast each week. And I think it's pretty cool. So I hope you like it. All right. I'll talk to you soon. Thanks for listening. If you like the show, please rate and review it on Apple Podcasts and tell your friends. Finally, come find me on Instagram at Veronica Peretti. I'll talk to you next week.